0: Guess what, my car is back and it's fixed. Praise God, they finally figured out what was wrong. This was the third mechanic I went to. I had uh, the tow truck come take it on the 30th and uh, the appointment I had to wait two weeks for. That's why I didn't have anything happening. Before that, it sat two weeks at another mechanic. They couldn't figure it out. And before that, a week at my original mechanic. So I had to find somebody new and they figured it out. So it turned out to be the ignition control module. That's why it was running sometimes and then only cranking other times. So this is really exciting that I am sitting in my car, and it's not bitter cold and freezing. So I've been walking everywhere, and there's ice and snow all over the sidewalks. So this sunshine is giving a good melting. (laughs) But right now, I just wanted to talk to you just briefly. um, You know, in the scripture in Luke 21 26 where it says that the heavens shall be shaken and men's hearts will be failing them from fear for things that are coming upon the earth. Well, it just occurred to me recently, what if their hearts are failing them from fear because the rapture just happened and they're suddenly realizing in their hearts that they were left behind and they're fearing what's coming and that they were not taken and suddenly they're realizing that the whole deal with the rapture was the truth and they're realizing that the judgment is coming um, this would be the thing that I would say would make men's hearts fail them for fear of what was coming on the earth And it said, you know, to watch and pray that you may be worthy to escape all these things because it's going to come like a snare and a trap. Now, if you put a bear trap out in the woods, God forbid, to catch a bear, and that bear triggers the trap by accidentally stepping where it shouldn't, the jaws of the trap snap like a mouse trap. It happens like a flash of light. And this is what the rapture is the twinkling of an eye. And it will happen so quickly that people won't even have time to think. You won't be sitting there going, Well, was that the rapture or not? <laughs> You'll be like out of here, baby. So I'm sitting here thinking about this and thinking. If you were left behind and you suddenly realized that all these people were taken and that the Lord was true and his word was true and you had not believed it before, wouldn't you be terrified and your heart would fail because you would see that you were left behind and that the judgment's coming? Well, this is what I think is happening more than likely in that. And I had... Really not thought about that scripture before in regards to the rapture happening. You know, it's like a trap springing closed and like the whole world is going to be caught up in the snare of this trap. And when they suddenly realize the truth and that they were not taken, like I said, a lot of people's hearts are going to fail them for fear. You know if the rapture happened and I was left here it would be extremely traumatizing but if you give your life to Jesus Christ and realize he's the Savior Redeemer and you believe in his death burial and resurrection on the third day and believe in your heart that the blood of Jesus um, was the atonement for your sins then you will be taken to be with the Lord and you will not be part you'll be you know it's just to pray and watch that you be worthy to escape all these things and it's a warning to be watching and waiting that we can escape so it does say like a snare it's gonna come upon the whole world so I just wanted to give you a little bit of warning about that verse that that trap springs closed so fast that before you realize it the trap has sprung and you are in the midst of terror so the heavens will be shaken I believe every time the Lord is involved with something down here you know um. Like when his feet step on the Mount of Olives, there's going to be an earthquake. I believe that the elements react to the Lord. Just like when Jesus was walking on the water and the spirit of the Lord was on him. And in the beginning, the spirit of the Lord moved on the surface of the waters. And that's what Jesus was demonstrating when he walked on the water that he was full of the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God was essentially walking on the surface of the water. And the disciples realized it from scripture. We haven't realized it, but this is one of the things the Lord had revealed to me that I wrote about. And it's really incredible to realize the power of who he is. So I'm basically saying in that verse, you know, That the heavens will be shaken at the time when the rapture comes, something drastically is going to happen. You know, it's not just going to be nothing happens and boom, you're gone. You know, it's going to be affecting the whole world. Um, I think that this is really interesting, you know, to think about men's hearts failing them from fear of what's coming on the earth. Because they're suddenly snapped in the snare of the trap. And how scary and terrifying it would be to be left behind. So that's one thing I wanted to talk about. The other thing was that I did videos. I did one major video about the King of Jordan and talking about all of his history. And... Some headlines get kind of sensationalized, but it's really old information that he's had power. And I talked about how he's been controlling the Temple Mount, Holy Mount Moriah, for, you know, dozens and dozens of years. And ultimately, they gained the foothold there in about 1924. So, the thing is, is that... In the part where it talks about, he who now restrains will do so till he's taken out of the way, and then that man of sin will be revealed, the son of perdition. Well, there's two commentary um, explanations for he who now restrains, which, by the way, there's no capital letter R there. It does not say the restrainer with a capital R. It says... He who now restrains, and it's a lowercase h on the he. Okay, so when you look in the Bible commentary, there's two definitions. One is that it could be talking about the Holy Spirit, and I do believe the power of God's holding back, you know, certain events from happening. But it also has a definition and meaning of a governmental body. So when I began to have the revelation about he who now letteth will let until he's taken out of the way and I realized that that was a land lease which totally freaked me out and I realized that the prophet Daniel wrote in a scroll and those scroll the scroll was sealed until the time of the end Jesus is the king who's going to be opening that scroll of the judgments. The um, scroll that Daniel wrote. And Jesus is the rightful king. That's why he's the only one worthy to open the scroll that Daniel sealed. And it's pertaining to what's coming upon Israel. And the people and the monarchy of Israel. So that's why you have the monarchy being restored in the book of Revelation. I did all the videos where I explained about... Um, I realized that that was the restoration of the monarchy there. So I talked about the King of Jordan. I talked about how Daniel was specifically praying for certain things. One was the restoration of Holy Mount Moriah, the return of the Jews there, and he was praying for the temple to be rebuilt and the Lord's divine presence to return there. So that's really what's happening in the book of Revelation is they set up an earthly monarchy from somebody with the genealogy of King David and that would not be um, King Abdullah he's not of the lineage of King David he's from the Hashemite Kingdom and as we know his roots go back to Muhammad and also some of his ancestors were ruling in Syria some of the Hashemites so you know, there's a lot that I talked about, and, you know, um, I just wanted to reiterate the fact that what I had said was that I believe that Israel is going to anoint a king. Well, King Charles III would be considered the anointed when he's uh, coronated, you know, and he receives power and authority as a king, and he's given the scepter, and, um, the bracelets and the crown and the sword. But the king of Jordan is already king of his own country. And yes, he's been controlling and stopping the Jews from building the third temple. That's why I now believe that this is talking about he who now restrains could be referring to the governmental body of Islam, you know, with the King of Jordan preventing the Jews from building the temple. Now, if he's taken and removed out of the way and another takes his place, which could be Mohammed bin Salman, since they've talked about that. And I also told you that it wouldn't be too, you know, far-fetched to believe that because the King of Jordan actually ruled the two biggest mosques in Saudi Arabia and controlled them as well. But the Saudis basically booted him out, and they took control of the two big mosques. So now you've got the King of Jordan. All he's controlling is the mosque, Al-Aqsa Mosque, up there, and the Temple Mount. Thus, he is restraining and keeping the Jews from building the Third Temple. So, if that's referring to a governmental body, it could have a dual meaning, And obviously God's not going to allow that temple to be built until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled and Israel has to deal with the scroll being opened that was prophesied by Daniel. And everything, the judgments are coming and we see in Luke that the heavens will be shaken and the snare will happen. And these people that have not believed in Jesus will suddenly realize that they are you know snared and they can't escape so this is why it's telling you to watch and pray that you may be worthy to escape so I believe that it's likely and this is what I had said in my video a while ago and sometimes I bring it up but I believe the King of Jordan could definitely be the one taken out of the way and a man of sin revealed. Whoever is allowing the Jews to finally build the temple and whoever they appoint as the anointed one, which I explained in detail in other videos uh, about King Charles the third and how he has knighted some of the top rabbis. And how he has relatives buried on the Mount of Olives so he's got an inroad with these top rabbis he's also the key speaker of the WEF he wants to get your carbon footprint down to net zero the Lord had revealed to me in my dream about the crown having encoded the 666 in it of the king and realizing this past year when the Queen died that that's the royal cipher and it has the King's crown his title his name and his number so he wants to get down to net zero King Charles III, and already has supposedly done so and telling the farmers to do this so it's all part of that climate change agenda so The Hashemite king is not going to sit on the throne of David, and the Jews would never, you know, be allowing him to rule from there. But I believe he's going to be taken out of the way. And whoever is the king, that's the anointed one that they see as their Messiah, because the Jews don't believe that the Messiah is a miracle worker like Jesus. They don't believe he's God. They believe he's just a man who can accomplish these you know specific details with a military campaign and that he brings certain events to pass and they don't believe Jesus did that that's because Jesus is coming back and they have to go through this time of testing so I just wanted to explain uh, that viewpoint since That video popped up this morning about, you know, that the king of Jordan wants to rule Jerusalem or something like that. Um, I think that was kind of a sensational title because it's been well known that they've been preventing the Jews from building the third temple for a long time. And if he's taken out of the way as custodian, whoever it's allowing to build that third temple which I believe will be the anointed one that they think is king, uh, over them. The restoration of the Davidic dynasty and King Charles III has that supposed genealogical line going back to David and Solomon. Um, And will sit on the stone of scone that's in Edinburgh Castle. It'll be brought forth, you know, to Westminster Abbey and he'll be coronated upon that stone which is really Israel's coronation stone, if you think about it being Jacob's pillow stone. And, you know, all the kings and queens of Scotland and England and all have been coronated sitting upon that anointed stone. So there's a lot of factors in play, and I just wanted to clarify my position on this so nobody's confused about it. And just thinking about, you know, to pray to be worthy to escape because the heavens are going to be shaken. I believe at the time of the rapture, the earth is going to shake, you know, at his presence when he takes, you know, resurrects the dead and takes the believers to be with him that have put their trust in their hearts. You know, with the Lord Jesus, because he's the true Messiah, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords of Israel. And he's coming to reign there in Jerusalem. But because Daniel was told to seal up the scroll until the time of the end. And the rightful king, which is Jesus, is going to open that scroll. Israel is going to be here during that time. Fulfilling that last seven years that Daniel prophesied about. So I just hope that this is uh, some interesting information for you. And... um, I just wanted to kind of clarify that so it was more understandable. And especially since I talked about it quite some time ago, but, you know, I bring it up periodically in different videos, just a statement or two. Um. Anyway, if men's hearts are failing them from fear, it's because something major happened. And I believe that something is the rapture, resurrection. Can you imagine the dead coming out of their graves? And suddenly, you know, all over the world, out of the graveyards, in the mausoleums, people coming out of the ground. I mean, wouldn't your heart fail you from fear? I would think so. So I'm thinking that that's what this verse is referring to. You know, a sudden blink of an eye, the twinkling of an eye, is like a trap going off down here while we're taken up. So, we'll go on the overpass, the Passover, through our Passover, Messiah Yeshua. I talked about that in my book, The Almond Tree, Aaron's Rod, The Messiah, King of Israel, at olivepresspublisher.com if you want to read it. It is a massive book, but it's well-edited, and takes you right to the core of the material um, so I just wanted to share a couple of these things that I have been thinking about and I thank you for your support thank you for the love and compassion of some people um, please support me I'm just really needing some support and I got my car back praise God and it's driving and it's not breaking down hallelujah Okay, well, I'll talk to you later. If you if you do want to send a donation, it's PayPal dot me slash K K R O C O C O. That's PayPal dot me slash K K R O C O C O, and my address for donations is Kimberly Ballard, P. O. Box two four six. NIWOT, which is N-I-W-O-T, Colorado, 80544. All right. Well, God bless everybody, and hope you found this interesting. I just uh, wanted to sit in my car because it's so warm with the sun shining. I'm, like, so excited, (laughs) and I'm not wearing my coat. Man, it's been bitter cold, and I know the polar vortex was going to the northeast, and in Texas, everything's been a skating rink. One girl was pictured ice skating on the sidewalk on the news. (laughs) So God bless you guys. Take care, and stay warm. Stay inside, and keep out of the cold, because the sun will be coming out soon. All right, shalom for now. Goodbye for now.